I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. How bad is number two on In the 2021 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Kyle Pitts. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. What's up, guys? My name's Jesse Head, lifelong fan and season ticket holder for our Atlanta Falcons. And this is another episode of the Heads Up Podcast, your source for all things Falcons related. And for this episode, guys, we're going to be taking a deeper look at Kyle Pitts, talking about his skill set and his impact um, in this new offense that Arthur uh, Smith has brought to Atlanta. Uh, So quick overview, Kyle Pitts, generational talent. Uh, We take him fourth overall in the 2021 uh, NFL Draft, the highest draft pick that we've had in 13 years. One of the most iconic generational talents that we've seen uh, at the tight end position come out of college possibly ever. Um, a lot of analysts out there are already um, calling this guy a top five tight end in the NFL, and he hasn't even stepped foot on a field. Um, and it's hard to disagree uh, when you really break down the skill sets that he has and what he's going to be capable of doing. At this point, guys, if you are a fan of the Falcons or a fan of football in general, and you're not completely fired up about this guy um, and having this skill set player on our team and being a potential, you know, franchise game changer for, you know, 10, 12 years, however long he's going to play. It's one of two things. You, your hatred for Matt Ryan and wanting a new quarterback is so strong that you're blinded for seeing what we have in front of us right now, or your football IQ just isn't there and you just don't know what we have in this guy. Um But we're going to break all that down, and I'm going to back up everything that I'm saying about this guy um, and the skill set that he has in this episode. But a few quick things before we get into that, some updates, some Falcons news. Um, Heard this on 92.9. This is super awesome. Really fired up about this. In 2022, the NFL has approved uh, that they are going to now allow uh, alternative helmets um, and uniforms for Uh, the 2022 season. So that means we're going to be able to bring back those throwback red helmets um, that we've all been wanting to see again uh, for a while. So really fired up about that. I think everybody everybody will love hearing that. Uh, Training camp starts July 27th. uh, So we will certainly do a couple episodes breaking down um, the expectations that we want to have going into training camp and some of the goals that we're going to have going into training camp and the the positional battles that are going to be happening as well. So we'll definitely have several episodes digging into those things for sure. So training camp starts July 27th. We have a jo- we will have a joint practice with the Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe, or possibly Miami Dolphins, one of those teams. Uh, but we'll have a joint practice with them as well at, Merce- at Mercedes-Benz Stadium uh, for fans to attend. Um, and then uh, another thing that I listened to the other day was Arthur Smith went on the Collinsworth Show um, and talked about becoming a head coach, um, talked about OTAs, philosophy, uh, pretty interesting listen. Um, if you can get through the horrendous voice of Chris Collinsworth, um, it was uh, it's tough to listen to with him, but there's some good material in there. It was a good listen, so check that out as well. But without further ado, we're going to jump into um, Kyle Pitts, man, and uh, what this guy's going to bring to our Falcons. It's tough to find a reliable barber. Everybody wants to look their best, and that starts with a fresh haircut. That's why you got to go check out Eclectic Barbershop, the best barbershop in Atlanta. 
whether it's for a hot date and you're trying to get your freak on or a business meeting and you're trying to give off a good impression. I get the fade, that's my thing, but they can do it all. They take care of you. They do the hot towel, straight razor, they'll even hook you up with an ice cold beer while you're waiting or while you're getting your hair cut. They're located at 805 Peachtree Street. Parking is free across the street. Eclectic Barbershop, check them out. All right, guys, so when you're talking about Kyle Pitts, the first thing you got to talk about is his measurables to understand just how much of a freak that he is, and then you get into his skill sets on top of that. So, measurables the guy's six foot six, 245 pounds, and runs a 40 time of 4.46. 446. Think about that. A guy that big, six foot six, 245 pounds, runs a lot faster than a lot of cornerbacks, wide receivers, and running backs out there. And so you think about that, and then imagine the mismatches that he's going to have lining up in a three-point stance going against you know linebackers and safeties, okay? And then on top of all those measurables, you add his wingspan in there that's 83 inches, 83 and a half inches, which is the longest wingspan measured by any wide receiver or tight end in the last 20 years, okay? To put that into perspective, the average wingspan of an NFL wide receiver and tight end is about 75 inches. So you add all that together, what do those numbers tell you? Okay, Anybody fast enough to guard him is going to be way too small. And anybody big enough to guard him is going to be way too slow. So mismatches, 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 everywhere you line this guy up. Just real quick, we'll talk about it, you know, his college stats and his last year in college at Florida. Uh, 770 yards on 43 receptions and 12 touchdowns. So he absolutely dominated at the college level. And the great thing about this guy is all those measurables and all those skill sets and everything that he has transitions over into the NFL just as well. And so, you know, another thing about this dude is versatility um, that makes him so special. You're not going to see this guy lining up at three-point stance every single play. You know, Arthur Smith, we've talked about this when we covered Arthur Smith's offensive scheme. He runs a ton of 12 personnel. Okay, so that means the grouping of one running back, two tight ends, and then two uh, receivers um, out there. And these are just types. That doesn't mean the formation per se. Um, But I think a lot of the time we're going to see Hayden Hurst in a a three-point stance and then Kyle Pitts uh, lined up at slot or out wide or, or wherever to exploit the mismatches. So, you know, one of the things that they talked about for minicamp was that they reported uh, one of the reports that were coming out of the camp, you know, or the OTAs really strong, was that they had him lining up at tight end, at slot, out wide. He was lining up everywhere. And the reason for that, obviously, is to exploit the mismatches um, out there. When you're talking about the mismatches of uh, the size mismatches out there and the speed mismatches out there, you want to line this guy up everywhere to exploit those mismatches um, that we're going to have against the defenses. He's a weapon that you can use to attack any team's weaknesses, whether it's at linebacker, cornerback, safety, whoever you want guarding this guy. You can line this, you can line him up out there and exploit that mismatch. Um, and you look across the NFL and you ask yourself, okay, who can guard this guy straight up? The only person that really comes to mind is like a Jalen Ramsey. And how many guys are built like Jalen Ramsey and have the skill set that Jalen Ramsey has? There's very few. It's very few and far in between. There's not many guys out there like that. So this, the, the size mismatches and the speed mismatches that we're going to have with this guy, it's going to be insane, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. We're going we're gonna to see this guy do some damage for many years. And then you talk about his route tree. So one of the things that 
is usually a weakness for a tight end is their uh, is their route tree because they just you know they haven't been exposed to that much. But in college, they had him lining up all over the place, so he's you know he's 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 comfortable in running a lot of different routes. And so you look at it, he can execute the slant routes, and these are things looking at his film that you come across and you can see slant routes, post routes, curl routes, double moves, and, and a lot of other things as well. And those are just a few that you see on there. But these are these are the things that he already has in his bag, and it's a solid foundation that he's going to be able to, to build on. Now, obviously, he's not going to be perfect with all those things, but he's already got a solid foundation as a guy that's considered a tight end, uh, and he can build over that over the next several years as he develops in the NFL. So you have that, that route tree right there, and then you add a 6'6", 245-pound frame and a speed of four, you know, four four out there. It's crazy. This is like creating a guy on Madden. If you went and created a guy on Madden, you wanted to create the perfect tight end, perfect, you know, receiving threat. This is the dude that you create. Um, you know, one of the more impressive things that I came across when I was doing my research on him, and this was according to PFF. Pro Football Focus is that he had 24 contested catches in the past two years at, uh, at the University of Florida, and that was the highest among anybody drafted in the NFL. The only person that came close to that, I think it was 20 or, or 19 or something like that. And so, in a league where you know the NFL, in a league where the catch window closes so so fastly, you need somebody that has that skill set, that has the ability. Uh, to go out there and catch the ball in traffic and catch catch the ball in tight windows. And this is a guy that has that skill set. That's why they talk about generational talent, NFL-ready tight end, NFL-ready receiving type. And this is that's exactly who Kyle Pitts is. And so you look at his NFL comparison. So at this point, when you gather all that information, who can you compare him to in the NFL? And these are the conversations that these guys are uh, talking about, these scouts are talking about, the coaches are talking about before they go out and draft somebody and say, okay, well, if we look at all these skill sets, who's somebody close to this guy that we can say, okay, we feel comfortable drafting this guy at number four because he's going to be like this guy for us for many years to come. And that player is Darren Waller, one of the most dominant tight end uh, receiving type guys that are skill set guys that are out there in the NFL right now. Dude is 6'6 and ran a 4'4, just like Kyle Pitts. Um, crazy thing about Darren, uh, Darren Waller, too, is he was on the Ravens practice squad for two years before he got, uh, before he got sent to Oakland. What were they thinking? Yikes! Oh my God. They could have had Lamar Jackson and that freak out there together uh, making plays. Um, so Darren Waller, man, that's that's his comparison right there. Let's talk about some of the stuff that he's done in the NFL over the past two years. Um, in 2020, he had 107 receptions and nine touchdowns. In 2019, he had um, 100 or excuse me, 90 uh, receptions and three touchdowns. Both of those years, he had over 1,100 yards. Um, so you talk about comparisons, NFL comparisons. You look at that and you go, wow, this guy has measurables just like him, speed just like him, and a route tree just like him. This is definitely worth a fourth-round pick. Um, so these are this is all evidence, guys, backing up that there was certainly good reason to take this guy over the supposedly fourth-best quarterback that was on the uh, NFL draft board. Okay, So one of the things that I was uh, doing my research – uh, I looked. I was looking at you know Darren Waller's stats, and I was trying to find out where he had been lining up. And I finally came across 
an article uh, or more of like a blog that talked about where he lined up. And this is that versatility thing. This is my backup right here uh, talking about the versatility that we're going to have with him. So Darren Waller, 2020 Monday night, uh, Monday night football game against the Saints. Listen to the breakdown of where this guy lined up. He had 14 routes at tight end for six catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. He had 12 routes from the slot position, four catches, 37 yards, and two routes um, at the wideout position, one catch, 13 yards, and one route out of the backfield, one catch, nine yards. The dude lined up everywhere, and that's what we've got in Kyle Pitts. And as a fan, as a, as a just a football fan in general, man, you have to be excited about watching this guy. And if you're a Falcons fan, you got to be fired up that we've got a guy with this much versatility um, out there to exploit mismatches and throw this guy all over the place. And not only that, man, you know who else is going to benefit from this? Calvin Ridley. They're gonna they're gonna have to once they find out what Kyle Pitts is capable of. It might not happen in the first year. It might not happen in the second year. But eventually, the NFL is going to take notice of what Kyle Pitts is capable of, and they're going to have to double cover this dude. Um, and who reaps the benefits of that? The other receivers, and are you know I think who is probably going to be top five in yards this year at the receiver spot, Calvin Ridley. Um, so looking at all this, what are the, what 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 can we expect the biggest rewards to reap from Kyle Pitts? Okay. So I've got a list here, and it's not in order, so don't think I'm, I'm putting any of these over one or the other. But the first thing I thought about was red zone efficiency. Um, and that's one thing already that Arthur Smith is spectacular at. But, you know, we ranked 26th in the league um, in 2020 uh, in red zone percentage at 53% touchdown uh, scoring percentage when we got into the red zone. Arthur Smith in 2020 and in 2019 had 75% or higher. Um, so you add this freak show that can catch um, in small windows that has the ability to catch in traffic right right off the rip you're already getting better in the red zone when you get, when you have a guy like Kyle Pitts that's 6'6", 245 pounds that can catch in traffic and make big plays in the red zone area so that's one thing number two is disguising your plays and, distra- and, and distracting the defense you can line them up wherever I already went through the evidence of where he was lined up uh, he lined up in four different positions on the offense running back slot tight end and out wide and so you can line this guy you know wherever you want to line him up at and a lot of eyes are going to go to that position and whether you're running a run play you're running a pass play people are paying attention to where Kyle Pitts is lining up at third thing third down reliability so this is a safety net for Matt Ryan you think about the Tony Gonzalez days what was one of the what was one of the biggest things that Tony Gonzalez provided in his time here I can't count the number of times or count the number of memories I have when we were in third down, uh, third and eight, third and 11, whatever it may be. And Tony Gonzalez, you know, found the, found the open area, you know, or the open zone area um, in the defense and caught it just past the first down marker. And we're going to have that reliability with a big guy like Kyle Pitts, who, again, can catch in traffic. Um, he's faster than a lot of the tight ends. He's, he's, he's bigger than a lot of the, the cornerbacks. This is a guy that you can rely on um, in those third down situations when you have to have a sure catch for a first down. And then the fourth thing is double teaming, which I kind of hit on that already. But they're going to be double teaming this guy, and that's going to leave other. That's going to give other opportunities to our receivers um, out there, like Calvin Ridley, Russ Gage, um, and some of the other guys as they grow. Whether it's you know Frank Darby or, or Russ Gage or whoever it may be, 
you know, just just imagine this, man. Uh, you're in a two by one set, so two receivers to the left, uh, one out to the right, or vice versa. Doesn't really matter. But you've got Kyle Pitts out there by himself, and you run him on a streak, okay? And cornerbacks with him, and the safety's got to drift over there uh, as well. And then you've got Hayden Hurst running a drag route down down the middle to the left, and then you've got Calvin Ridley in the slot, and he's running a drag route to the right across the field. Kyle Pitts is taking the cornerback back and the safety, and you've got Calvin Ridley wide open, man. That's just one little scenario that comes to mind when you think about just all the millions of things that you can do uh, to get this guy double covered and open up the, the open up the field for other players, or vice versa, if you want to double cover Calvin Ridley, go for it and leave Kyle Pitts so low with somebody. It's going to be a nightmare for you. Um, so, overall, man, you take all that information right there, and this is a franchise changer. This is a guy that completely alters your offense entirely, and he's going to be around for a long time, man. We're going to have this guy for ten to fifteen years. He's a sure generational talent, sure Hall of Famer. He's the only guy out of everybody that you look in that draft and you say, who is the guy that I'm going to put all my money, all my money on? I have to put my, all my money on one guy. Who's, who's going to the Hall of Fame? It's him. He's got all the measurables. He's got the, he's got the skill set. He's got the speed. He's got everything. If, if he's not good, knock on wood, if he's not good, it would be the biggest bust ever. I mean, ever, dude. Like, and you, and you I don't want to, like, a lot of people would look at that and say that it's Trevor Lawrence, but the quarterback position is so much more difficult, and there's so many more other things that can affect um, a quarterback's career that it's, it's hard to say that a, a quarterback bust would be bigger than somebody like this that has this skill set. And if, if he, it'd just be the craziest thing to me. This guy is such a sure talent. It's mind-boggling. And as a Falcons fan, as a sports fan, you got to be pumped up about this guy, man. So super fired up for this, man. I hope that this information backs up um, any worries or concerns that you had about Kyle Pitts and drafting Kyle Pitts. Um, this guy's going to be a freak, man. It's going to be awesome. But on another note, um, ne- uh, I will not have an episode next week. Um, I will be at the beach, guys. Um, but when we return, man, we'll start getting into training camp because we'll be about two weeks out from training camp, three weeks out from training camp. Uh, but I am going uh, to the beach uh, with the family for uh, July July 5th week. So I'll be celebra- celebrating down there, uh, getting my drink on, man, partying with the fam and uh, having a good time. So I will certainly not have any time for podcasting. So, uh, guys, um, be pumped up about Kyle Pitts. He's the truth. You guys have heard me talk about Airport Vapes before. They're premier provider for all your vaping needs in Atlanta. They've got vape mods, tons of vape flavors. They've got a CBD line called Hollum's Hemp's. They've got tincture lines. They've got gummies. They've got uh, tincture lines for your pets. They've got all kinds of stuff. you got to go in there and check these guys out. Go in there and ask for Kurt. Kurt's the owner. He's an expert on all this stuff. He has dedicated his life to this store and making sure that he provides the best products in the Atlanta area. Go over there and check them out. They're located on Lang Avenue in Hapeville, Georgia. That's a wrap on episode 21 of the Heads Up Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. 
Make sure you subscribe or follow on whatever podcast platform that you are listening on. Show your boy some love. Leave a five-star written review. The five-star written reviews are the things that help out the podcast the most. Uh, drives the algorithms for all the podcast platforms. Pushes this podcast up to the top uh, for any keywords that are searched related uh, to the podcast or the topics uh, discussed on the podcast. So that would mean a lot, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to my producer, Jason, man. Appreciate all the hard work you do making the podcast sound great. Um, guys, in closing, I've got one thing to say. Hawks all the way, baby. Atlanta, believe we got this thing, man. Trey Young is a superstar. Uh, all of our players are coming into their own and playing their best basketball right now. Uh, so we got something special going on in the NBA with our team here in Atlanta. So uh, this is awesome. But Hawks all the way, baby. Everybody, we'll see you next time.